Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm... Kristen and with me is Bubba. We are longtime Disney Park annual pass holders who absolutely love Disney food. For yes, those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. And please make sure you like, subscribe, and click our notification bell so you know when we post new content. Um, how are you doing? Uh, it's more weekend now. How are yeah, you doing? Yeah, it's a weekend now, so I'm doing great. Father's Day weekend, so it's been busy out there with traffic and going to the stores, and it's a busy day today. <laughs> is go is going back to work a nice change of uh, scenery for you? It kind of is. You know, we just luckily we're we I went back this week and I actually picked up a gig tonight just playing music. So yeah, it's the calls are coming coming back. Good, which is great. Yeah. Ugh. It'll be nice when the world goes back to somewhat being normal. <laughs> it's getting there little by little. So what are we talking about today? Oh, we got a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot, but a very important stuff. We have a new place in Disney Springs opening up, uh, mm. which is going to be Gideon's Bakehouse. Uh, we also have info, a lot of info about dining reservations, AP reservations, a lot of news just came out. It's a lot to sink in when you're when I was reading it. I know a lot of people feel the same way online, so hopefully we can kind of break it down for everybody to have that less of a headache about what's going on with reservations. I know. It was actually uh, a listener of ours that asked us if we would be willing to talk about it and explain some of this stuff, um, Megan. So thanks for the show suggestion, uh, guys. We do love it when you tell us what you want to know about and what we can help you with when it comes to your uh disney dining needs so yeah so today this is because thanks to uh megan so <laughs> okay so i'm gonna start off i think by reading what they have about the new theme park reservation system so this is directly from disney and this pertains to the annual pass holders. So it says that pass holders with an existing Disney resort or other select hotel reservation can access the Disney Park Pass system beginning June 22nd. So that is a Monday. And it says while all uh, annual pass holders are eligible to make theme park reservations starting June 26, pass blackout dates apply and you should check the applicable or applicable, however you like to pronounce it, uh, blackout calendar for your pass type prior to making your theme park reservations. Uh, it says that my Disney experience account and valid annual passes will be, will be linked to it. So if you're staying at a Disney resort hotel, make sure you go in and link that reservation so that it shows up in my Disney experience. And then that way you'll be able to check the date and what theme park you want to go to. Um, they are requiring you to make a theme park reservation. So you're not just um, like usual, as long as you have your annual pass and it's valid, you're good to go. 
but now everybody is going to be required to select what park, what day. So you have to actually make a park reservation. Um, and you can do that as an annual pass holder. You can do reservations for up to three days at a time. Or if you're going to be staying at a select resort for um, those eligible days. So the, the entire length of your resort stay, you'll be able to do that. So that's a lot to think about just when it, it comes to, I mean, Disney isn't an easy thing to plan to begin with. Um, and I know one question people ask is what about park hopping? Okay. So park hopping is not going to be happening at this time. So that's one thing. Um, another important thing to know is that they are doing a pass holder preview and it says weekday select theme park, select silver, gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass holders will have the opportunity to register for a special preview opportunity at Magic Kingdom or Disney's Annual Kingdom for July 9th or 10th. Email invitations with registration details will soon be sent out. Reservations are required, limited, and will be available on a first-come, first-serve basis. Wow. It's to me, unfortunately, this is making things just, there's so much reservation thinking and planning you're going to have to do now that it's, it's kind of crazy, you know? It, it's definitely going to be a headache, but you, I mean, people want the park open. This is the best system that they have. I'm just worried about the site crashing once everybody tries to go and make those reservations and just a complete headache of waiting and waiting and seeing what happens. I mean, this happened with D23, the site. It crashed the day everybody made reservations, so they had to wait the next day or two. And even that was a headache when when the system was back up. So, so, so one of the, that's the yeah. I think to prevent that, one of the things they have done is that on June 22nd, Disney Resort guests are the ones which also include annual pass holders who are staying at a resort can make their park reservations that day. So if you are an annual pass holder and you're not staying at a Disney resort, you have to wait till the 26th. You wait till the 26th. And then at that point you've got three days you can schedule to do, you know, whatever parks you want. Um, It says that the pass holder preview at Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom is taking place on the 9th and 10th, and that July 11th is the official opening for both of those parks. And then you've got to wait four more days if you want to go to Epcot or (laughs) Disney's Hollywood Studios. They'll be opening that day. So July 15th, all four parks will officially be opening. Um, one other thing to note is if you are an annual pass holder, they do carry a lot of information on the website. And one thing you can see about is if you're a pass holder, they've got options for people who maybe want to delay being able to go back to the park, um, doing monthly payment plans. So they are working with guests on that as well. So you can find that information if you go under 
uh, the when you log into your account, go under the like the annual pass holder section, you'll be able to find all that kind of good stuff. Um, trying to think of other bits of um, restaurants. I guess we should be talking about changes that they are making to um, restaurants. Uh, first is that face coverings for those ages two and up must be worn in all public areas. Um, the times that you can remove that is if you are dining and you are eating or drinking, you can, you can remove it. Now, see, I'm wondering if they're going to have them leave, let them wear it while they are on an attraction. Like what if they're on, uh, you know, the mine train, you know, and uh, will they still re be required to wear it or space mountain or something like that, you know, where it can fly off if it's not tied on properly. Yeah, my understanding is that you will be required at all times to wear it unless it's something like that, which I know is going to be difficult for some guests. Um, I, particularly those who are hearing impaired, I can only imagine right now how difficult oh. it is because yeah. you learn um, you learn to read lips. Read lips. Um, and I remember when I was a teenager, my grandmother was sick and she had a trach. And so she, she couldn't talk and I had to be able to, the only way I could understand her was to learn to read lips. So when I was a teenager, I was like amazing at lip reading. Like, and today I'm not as good as I used to be, but that's going to make it very hard for people that rely on watching someone speak to know what's going on. So um, it will be interesting once more information on how they're going to, you know, assist those guests. Cause uh, that I could see being one of the uh, difficult things about requiring masks by everybody everywhere, you know? Yeah. And usually the interpreters, you know, from the cast members, they mouth the words too, you know, for when you, cause I remember we watched the, uh, uh, Aladdin over at Hyperion Theater and they had the Disney translator translators and they were very they were awesome by the way um, but they were also mouthing the words too so um, it's going to be very interesting especially with that. that that's a really good point yeah um, one thing to note when it does come to dining uh, is that if you are not staying at a Disney resort hotel, you are required to have a dining reservation for table service restaurants. It's highly recommended, of course, for guests staying at a resort, but it's required for those who are not. Um, and that will be, you know, what restaurants are taking reservations and everything will be updated regularly on the my disney experience app so definitely make sure you sign up for that if you have a resort reservation and you haven't done that already make sure you download it for your phone um, it's yes. definitely convenient and makes things easier so um the information that disney says about um dining reservations so it says that uh, for arrivals June 22nd through July 10th, you can make dining reservations for select Walt Disney World Resort, hotel, and available Disney Spring dining locations. 
and that's available now. You can call either the Disney reservation system or um, you can check availability to, uh, you know, on restaurants and things like that. Um, Disney Vacation Club members have their own member services. Make sure you guys call that in order to get assistance with that. Um, in park at this time. And I actually noticed that um, the past few days because I've been doing, you know, the updating stuff and trying to go through everything and see what accepts dining reservations, what's not. And things are like really weird because I'm like, okay, I know for a fact 50s prime time takes reservations. Why does it say it doesn't take reservations? I was like, oh, this is like the worst time to be updating my site. Um, <laughs> so much misinformation, I know. <laughs> but it says that dining reservations are not available for in-park dining experiences. They will be resuming at a later date, but currently that's going to be not going to be available wow. that way. Wow. So you just basically have to wait in line. Yeah, and, and the one thing is, is if you don't have a dining reservation, uh, or you do have a dining reservation, that won't guarantee you admission into the park to go there. So that's one thing to make sure you decide whatever is more important, whether it be your dining or the park. Um, pick the important thing first, so that if it's that you need to dine at this particular park, then that's what you need to plan on going to that park since you can't do the park hopping at this time. Yeah. Disney Springs now, a lot of their restaurants do accept reservations as well. So that's, that's something that makes it a lot easier too. Um, if you're staying at a Disney resort hotel, you are the only one that's available to dine during that time at the locations at the resort. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and that's during the initial reopening period. It says um, that they're only going to be available to uh, for select Disney resort hotels. Uh, the cancellations and refunds has changed as well. Um, so make sure... You guys log in, check all of that, because things do change quite a bit infrequently. Um, being a travel agent, at times, this whole virus situation has been so frustrating because, you know, things are day-to-day -day with how they're going to change something or can I make a modification? Can I cancel a reservation? Can I rebook? All of those things aren't the way they usually are. And, you know, in, in Disney cast members, like I've spoken to them and been like, okay, do you know when I may be able to do this? I, I have a client who is very anxious about it and has been for four weeks and, you know, wants to change the date. And all they can say is, well, you just, we don't know, so you just have to keep an eye out on your travel agent information. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, you know, that's that's hard to tell people when you're helping them plan their trip that I can't do this and Disney won't give me a date of when I can do it for you. So uh, clients that have been very, uh, you know, cool and calm about this have no idea how much 
somebody like me appreciates that because it's stressful <laughs> and frustrating to me and just in general to not be able and or know a timeline for stuff. So, but yeah, yeah def- I mean, there, definitely. There's going to have out. to be a lot of spontaneous things, you know, you're going to have to, I mean, it's, it's just going to have to be like that. I mean, it's don't plan, don't plan as much right now. Just make sure you get that reservation the days you want to go. That's the most important thing. And then it's kind of hard to, you know, we like my, my Taylor, my wife, she loves them. So we try to make a plan. We try to make reservations, you know, once we know we're going to the park and it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be very weird, especially when Disneyland starts when we get our reservation system up, hopefully we'll hear about it in a week or two, uh, you know, see how that's going to go. I'm hoping for an AP preview also, you know, but I don't think they'll do that just because they are opening on Disney's birthday, on, you know, Disneyland's birthday, which is great marketing thing for them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And they haven't mentioned anything yet because your plan is still pending approval from yes. the, the governor, right? The city, the governor, the county, the state. Needs to clear all three right there, and we just got the order. And I know Florida, Orange County, and Florida just got the order for mask required uh, in our state and in Orange County, where Disney World is. You have to wear a mask now, starting today, in fact. So it's required everywhere, and that's for everybody. It it, it doesn't have exceptions to the rule, right? Other than yeah. Is it is it ages two and up? Yes, ages two and up, okay. I believe. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of what's it's weird going on in California is a lot of the cities are saying, yeah, he said our governor did say that, but we're not gonna stop you, we're not gonna ticket you, we're not gonna, you know, pull you aside and say where's your mask, you know. And then city buildings are still saying, no, if you have a mask and if you don't have a mask and you need to come in, you're more than welcome to. So. Uh, some leniency there with our city here uh but yeah it's just wear your mask now folks that's all i gotta say i got mine just in case we need to wear it while we're podcasting (laughs) (laughs) i actually now that you say that what's actually funny is that in my drawer i've got doors to my office here um and because sometimes being in a new home we're still getting people occasionally coming in to fix things or deliver something and I have a mask in my drawer as well, because that way if somebody comes into my house while I'm doing something in here, then I can just like grab it out and I'm not like, oh no, somebody's door, I gotta run and find one, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, this crazy mask, crazy mask. Um, <laughs> we do have other good news though, right? Oh uh, yeah, for Disney Springs, I believe. We have a new uh, bake. It's called Gideon's Bakehouse. And I don't know about you. I mean, you showed me these pictures. Wow, these baked treats look amazing. And I'm, I'm getting hungry just looking at it. So apparently Gideon's Bakehouse is a multi-award winning local business. And um, it's opening its second location in Disney Springs, Walt Disney World. Uh, the original location opened in 2016 in Orlando and um, on, on an $800 budget. Wow. So they, <laughs> their taste must be great if they worked on that budget right there. 
I'll tell you though, looking at those pictures, like, I mean, in, in the names of these things, peanut butter crisp cookies and cream. There's this mm. pistachio toffee, dark chocolate. And I'm looking at these and it's, it almost looks like raw cookie dough does, you know, that really yes, soft it and it is covered. It's not like, oh, here's a cookie and you see, you know, a few of your chocolate chips or whatever in it. This thing is like coated all on the outside. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh, when this place opens, oh. I cannot wait to eat there. And the best part is you don't have to have an annual pass to go here or a theme park <laughs> ticket because it's in Disney Springs. So anybody who's visiting Orlando can try their delicious cookies and stuff. No, these look great. They have a popular coffee cake cookie, which is only available one month a year. Wow. Wow. <laughs> or they're going to introduce a hot cookie hour each evening. So every each every night for one hour, they're just going to bring them out hot, I believe. And you just pick it right out of the pan. Oh, that sounds delicious. I love cookies as soon as they come out of the oven. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing better than a fresh cookie. Yes. And then offering never-before-seen creations like their new line of double-frosted cakes, too. So not only do they have cookies, they have cakes. Oh, my Double frosted. <laughs> Double Ooh, frosted. you know, I wonder if they're going to have one if you have like fondant and then a different kind of frosting type on top. Ooh, that could be interesting. That will. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> you guys got to look at these cookies. They're just simply to die for. Yeah, but I'm going to, I need to post this on Dining at Disney. Um, but until then, guys, make sure uh, you check out our friends over at WDW Park Hoppers. I know they already have an article up about this, so you can always see yes. the pictures and the stuff there. Um, I did see that it's going to be located in the landing, which uh, across from uh, Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. So that's like kind of right in the middle of all of Disney Springs, like the center of the long stretch that is, you know. Shopping and dining and everything else fun. Now, there's no exact date yet, right? Is that correct of opening? Yeah, I have not seen. So, but seen they are opening yet. in 2020. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm like, oh, just looking you at might this. Have to mail me. You, have to, you might have to mail me some when this Ooh. place opens if you ever go there. Or I'll have the park hopper guy send me some. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yes! If uh, if when uh, Park Hopper Sid and Park Hopper John go there, I'm gonna have to be like, um, yes. Uh, I don't need pins. I don't need hats. I need cookies. <laughs> Send me a box of cookies, please. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, but it, they do say that you can keep an eye out on what's going on with them by following them at Gideon Bakehouse on Instagram, and it's at Gideon Bakehouse, all one word. All right. Mm. Looking forward to that. You guys, lucky, lucky. Hopefully, maybe we might get one at Downtown Disney. <laughs> hey, we got our Earl of Sandwich, and that place is delicious. I love it. Love it. Love it. I One of my favorites is definitely the holiday sandwich. I know. I it's love like Thanksgiving. I do like three or four different sandwiches there. All together. <laughs> yeah. well, I think that's everything we have for today, right, Bubba? 
Yes. I mean, it's slow news, but it's big news for the reservation system. Hopefully by the next show, a week or two, we could talk about Disneyland's plan. Oh, and, and we will have uh, a friend of ours who is yes. the owner of City Stroller. We're going to have Jewel on the show as well. And she's going to be talking about her new uh, venture now that all this stuff has happened that involves food because she does have a culinary degree. And uh, so she's starting awesome. up a whole new business. We can't wait to have her on. She's going to talk about her new business as well as we're going to talk about Disneyland food, of course. So, yes. And uh, then we hope to have some exciting news in the next couple of weeks. We um, we're working on something for you guys uh, for a nice show. We don't want to spoil it yet, but we hope it works out. And uh, if Disney's watching, hope they give us the okay. <laughs> <laughs> The good thing is, in the past, Disney has, um, we have had the opportunity to have people on the show. Uh, Disney doesn't make it easy. There's a, a approval process. So uh, we may even want to send some of our questions. Yes. Um, and that way, Disney knows what we're going to be talking about. Yes. That, would be, that, that way, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we definitely want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click our notification bell. You can find us on Anchor and many other uh, podcast platforms that you like, whether it be Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, any of those kind of places. So, Bubba, where can everybody find you in Dining at Disney? You yeah, you can find me. Well, you can find me and Kristen at Dining at Disney. You'll find us at DiningAtDisney.com. Kristen is working on the site really hard for you. So um, hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks or month or two, we'll have it all ready for you. You can follow us on our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dining at Disney. And for all your Disney, Universal, and travel needs, contact this woman right here, Kristen. She will make sure you have the best trip ever. You can uh, email her at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com uh, to get a free quote and to get booked. So just uh, mention you heard it at Dining at Disney. And you can find me at Instagram, big underscore Bubba underscore B, with what's going on with me, Disney, personal stuff, and just have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> And for those of you that want to support Bubba and I and the show, you can shop our links on the website. So you can shop Amazon. Um, we've got the Disney store and a few others there as well. And then on top of that, you can do Patreon and get a little something special. Or on Anchor, you'll see we've got like a little donate to us um, button there as well. So Donate. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all lost. Uh, so check out Kristen and Al John at uh, every Sunday on the Disney list. They go live on Facebook. Uh, so that's a pretty fun show. I did catch a couple of the couple minutes last week. And uh, I don't know what you guys got brewing this week. I hope it's a good topic. You always give out your top five, top ten. I think you did thrill attractions last time. Yes. Before that, it was steak, top steaks, and 
Oh, I don't know if that was dining at Disney or. Disney. That was dining at Disney. <laughs> that was dining at Disney. So they always do some great Disney list, and you guys can always join in and um, you know see what what's different about your list to theirs. Uh, also, catch our friends WDW Park Hoppers live on Facebook. They always broadcast somewhere in the Walt Disney World Resort every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Park Hopper John and Sid. You'll have a blast with them. And, you know, let's see where they're, let's see where they're going to be this Tuesday. And for those of you looking for some Facebook fun, make sure you check out our friends, the Disney Dorks, as well as the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone for lots of fun and entertainment around Disney. Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me is Bubba and Bon Appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.